What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rob and Chris podcast. Today we have a guest. His name's Evan. Well, first, let me introduce you to my friend. You know me, Christian. Christian, man. You remember me from last podcast. And then, Evan, let me introduce you. Go ahead and tell me your first name. My first name is Evan. And uh, what do you like to do, man? Like, what do you do for a living while you're here? Just being radical. It's my favorite thing to do is be radical. This dude's here because he's one of our best friends. He's been one of our best friends for a very long time now. And so today, we were going to have him as a as a guest on our podcast. Like I mentioned on the last podcast, we we're going to have like oh, yes, people sir. come in and like you know just give their other insights, uh, uh, other opinions, other insights, you know, just to make it a little bit juicy, you know? So today, um, we're going to kind of go off the last, like, you know, discussion that we had before. We're going to talk about, you know, just a little bit more about Capitol Hill, just get um, my, my friend's opinion here, and then we're going to move on to a new, uh, new discussion. So, Evan, I have, a, I have a question for you, man. So, you saw what went on on uh, CNN and all that shit that went down. What, what is your opinion on on that topic? Not on so, CNN. The- well, not on <laughs> CNN. What, what uh, happened? Like, yeah. So, here, here's my opinion. All right. We have these guys out here. They're, everybody's heard of them. They're called Antifa. And uh, there, there is a little bit of evidence. I, I'm not saying 100% that it was Antifa, but I have seen some evidence that it may have been. So if it was, then, you know, that that's clearly just a plot for them to try and dismantle, you know, the platform of the Trump supporters. Hmm. Now, on the, on the other hand, if it were the Trump supporters, I, my, my thought process on it was, you know, back in the day, in 1776... We, we as Americans had to rebel against tyranny, okay? We had to, we had to take up arms and fight against the tyrannical Brit- British government. And so, you know, when a government becomes, you know, so corrupt and so tyrannical, the people have to take it back, right? And so, am I, am I saying that we need a revolution? No, absolutely not. But you know, I think I think that it is important that people understand that this is our house. This this country is ran by the people, and mm. that was just their uh, their way of showing. You know, we pay our taxes. We pay for the Capitol building. So mm-hmm. if I want to walk up into the Capitol building, you know, that's that's my prerogative. Mm. And that, that's just how I feel about it. You know, I think that's a really good. Hold up, hold up. Oh, okay. I don't want to throw shade here. Oh, right. God. No, you good. But, but. I get exactly where Evan's coming from. And the main problem I have with what happened, like, if they want to be anti-government, I'm fine with that. But my main issue is you have these senators and just straight Congress people up there talking about how it's so un-American and how it's, you know, unlike an American. This is exactly American. This is what the United States is about. You can't even tell me this is un-American. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. That, I mean, <laughs> did you think the people in 1776, to go off at of your point, just were just like, man, rebelling against the British, that's just un-American. We can't do that. We have to listen to our... No, no, no. It, it was completely American. I, I, I have to agree with you there. Um, sorry, Robbie, continue. No, you're good, dude. Um, what I was going to say was I, um, I actually agree with Evan's point where there, there's... I don't think there's... Um, anything wrong with sticking out for your rights, especially to this extent, like, this is, you know, our America right now, like, you, we see all the revolts in the streets, like, we see the protests from Black Lives Matter, and we see the protests from yeah. the Trump supporters and stuff, and I, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with sticking up for your rights, because, like, what, what is it in the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, you know, like, we mm-hmm. have freedom of speech, we can kind of say mm-hmm. whatever we want, because we have that right to, and it's built in the Constitution, and I don't say, I don't see anything wrong with like protests or anything like that, I just think like when I, I I said this last week too. When when things turn violent, I think that's where the issue lies. Yeah, and I do I do want to make the point. I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-big government. Hmm. You see, I mean, he's a lot different. I, I think I think when the the founding fathers wrote the Constitution, they all sat down and they said, "What happened in Britain, we can't let that happen again." Hmm. And I, I think I think it's gotten to the point where it's it's kind of happened again, you know. Yeah. The government is so much bigger than than they intended. Now, to be fair, you know, our population has increased exponentially. We, we've got 350 million people in this country, 
and so the, the government has to in, increase its size proportionally, but at the same time, you know, its powers need to be limited. We, we have checks and... Well... When it comes to increasing its size, I mean, we don't need to increase its government size. They just... I get what you're saying. They just might need... Uh, since with the modern times, they might need to, you know, update their laws and stuff right. to keep Mod- it in Modern times require modern solutions. solutions. That's right. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry, Evan. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, stop cutting off our guests, bro. Shit. It's yeah. Our second podcast. I just fucking let, up. No, I'm just kidding. Let the let the <laughs> guests speak. <laughs> well, that was that was all I wanted to say about it. I mean, you know, it's. I I don't think that that's what the 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 founding fathers intended was for the government to be so large. You know, they they wanted a small government, and that's what they tried to do with the Articles of Confederation. A lot of people, you know, if if you if you go out on the streets and you ask people. What what is what was the first uh, you know quote unquote constitution or what was the first foundation of government for the United States? They would say it's the Constitution, but it, it was not mm. the Constitution. We had an Articles of Confederation, mm. and it it just proved to be too weak of a federal government, mm. and so it didn't work because that, that's what they that's what they were afraid of was you know too big of a government. So then they had to do away with the Articles of Confederation, and then we got the con- the Constitution that we have now. Kind of, you know, mm. it's been amended a lot. Yes. Of course, you need to. And that that, that brings it. up the point. What what do you guys think? Uh, I know we had had this discussion uh, a long time ago, but what do you guys think about you know amendments to the Constitution? Is is it a living, breathing document, or is it something that should really be left alone unless you know there's really something that needs to be changed? I actually agree with you. I, I think our Constitution. You know, what was it about? 1776? Is that? No. Oh, fuck. When was it? Or whenever. Truth, I, don't, I don't remember. Whenever, whenever it was. You know, that's the backbone of our country. And I'm not saying that the Constitution, you know, doesn't have any flaws. It, it, it does, but, like, that's kind of what our country was built upon. So I don't think there should be a whole margin of error for change, like, in my opinion. Like, I think we should kind of keep it to like the way it is. I think what's going on now in our society is that like hmm. maybe we have like maybe new ideas and new um you know new new changes of life and I get that. I I really do. But in a way we need to preserve, you know, the United States and what we were built upon, what our founders died for. Like I don't think we should just change something just because we now have discovered something new and, you know. But like basically what I'm saying is like we have died for our country. We've done all these things to stand up for who our, what our rights are and who we are today, and I don't think that should change. So, Robbie, would you say you have a strict interpretation of the Constitution? What do you mean? I'm saying you told me it, you don't like to change it that much. You want to keep it as is. You know, you, you don't think it should... You don't think it should maybe change as fast... You know, it has to change and be amended, obviously, but it doesn't should not change as fast right. as with the times. That's what I mean by a stricter interpretation of the Constitution. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I don't yeah. think we should just, like, throw out certain amendments, like, tomorrow. Like, I, I don't think that's... I mean, I think everything in the Constitution was put there for a reason. What are, what are your thoughts on adding amendments? Do you adding think amendments. Do you think they should they shouldn't do that? As often, or do you think it's okay to add as much as you need, depending on the situation, like um, the 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 um, na- na- national situation? I suppose that's a really good question. Um, as far as adding amendments, I feel like uh, well, if we were to add amendments, we'd have to get, I guess, um, what was it? We have to get approval from like the Senate and all them. No, I'm just asking your opinion. Oh, on my it. opinion on it. I just, yeah, I think it depends on like how badly it's needed. Like, if we see that okay. our country is really like tearing apart because we need this, then maybe we should look at that and like change. So it. So you're more likely to say no, we don't need an amendment unless we really, really need it. Yes. Okay. What about what are your thoughts, Evan, on that? Would you say you're the same? I would say I'm the same. I mean, it, we live in the United States of America. Okay, Correct. we have we have states yeah. for a reason. A lot of people probably don't think about that. They don't they don't really think, you know, there are different states, right? And what does that mean? <laughs> we're not one big national. We're not one big nation. Yeah. We're we're a bunch of states that are united, mm-hmm. you know. 
And so I think that if there's a problem, then the, the localities, the states should be the ones that, uh, that primarily find the, the solutions. And that way, if you don't like the solution that your state provides, you can move to another state mm. that has a government that you agree with. Right. And that's, mm. that's the whole point. Right. Otherwise, why would we have states? Why wouldn't we just be, you know, a big, a big country? Mm. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like, the, you know, like, for example, like, North Carolina laws are a lot different from South Carolina laws. They're very and different. Very, very different. Yeah. Like, you, you cross over that border and everything changes. Everything changes. Well, I'm saying that there are certain things that cannot be, um, they're not really at the state level, like uh, health care, for example, a national health care system. Or laws to, you know, changes to um, legalization of, you know, weed or something on like a national level, which, yeah, that, that's a state thing. But there are certain things that are just, sorry, that was a bad example, of just national level. Um, so like something like health care, you know, or some other type of uh, in, assisted income that the government would pay out. Are, are you guys for that like a national health care system or are you guys strictly privatized statewide health care uh let's let's start with uh robbie what, you, what are your thoughts on that well i have two things so the first thing i was going to say so you, you brought up legalization of marijuana so I, we, I, we talked about the yeah. constitution right but that's not in the constitution that's more of like yeah, that was uh, a bad example because that that's strictly by state. But I'm right. I'm talking about more of the national level. Well, actually, technically, that that is a, a federal crime. Technically, a okay, state, let's, a state itself cannot let's legalize talk about, marijuana. Let's talk about the national uh, legalization of marijuana. Are you guys in support of something like that at the national level? Something where it's decriminalized and you don't go to jail for having it or smoking it or whatever. Well, like I said before, like if we're going to change any law, well, I, I, I mentioned the Constitution, but really any law, if we're going to change any law, there's got to be a damn good reason why we're going to change that law. Like it's got to be some overwhelming evidence, in my opinion, that's going to benefit people in, you know, in, in something like that. Because, like, okay, like for example, like why, why would we change? the law just because some pious said oh yeah this has done some good for us like it, it doesn't really matter what they think honestly it matters what's going to do the good for the american people and if we can get overwhelming evidence for that and that's when i think we should change the law yeah well i mean i'm just saying like something like marijuana you know it, it seems so insignificant so we've had basically um and not i guess some proof that this is you know has some medical benefit and stuff but we like we said we're still kind of deviling it like you know kind of going through that idea kind of trying to figure that out that's why some states have legalized some states haven't but yeah and, and, but it takes i feel like for that it's going to take a while for, for it to be nationally nationally legalized because like i said we have to have overwhelming evidence that this is beneficial for our country yeah i, I personally believe that it should be decriminalized i feel like that a lot of people get you know uh stupid penalties for having weed or you know marijuana uh i i wanted to know uh evan's thoughts too on it i, I think i know what he's gonna say but uh well the like i like i said earlier the the federal government was the one that made it illegal okay now if they had left it up to the states to begin with then it wouldn't be an issue mm -hmm. then each state could decide you know whether whether they want to legalize that or not but since the federal government decided that across the nation it's going to be illegal, you know, states can states can come out and say, okay, weed is legal here, but technically it's still a federal crime. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think they should have they, they should have never came out with that law. There, there's no reason that they that that you know that needs to be a federal issue, right? And so the states should have been up to that to begin with. Hmm. Okay. Um, let me uh, let me just broaden the question a little bit more. Uh, Evan, do you believe in any sort of government programs? Well, yeah. I mean that that's you know that's part of the government is to provide for the the common welfare of the people. It says that in the preamble of the Constitution. Um, do I think that you know social security should have ever been a thing? No. Okay. I mean. 
you you work, you save up your money, and when you retire, you live off of what you saved. You shouldn't be forced to pay into a system that, you know, me or Robbie or Christian, you know, we we may never even reap the benefits of that, but we've paid into right. it all our lives. The way it's going, Social Security is, is oh, not going to be able that. to provide for us when we retire. And so, you know, that, that should have never been a thing to begin with. You know, I mean, mm. I just think you, you work and, and what you have is what you make. That's true. I, I can get on board with that. Now, too. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, th- there, are, there are certain times when you're unemployed. Right? Correct. The, there, there are certain times when you you are actively trying to find a job and you just can't. And I think that that you know that is that's an issue that you know local governments have to have to deal with. I, I I don't think that the federal government should have anything to do with that. I think that that should be state governments. You know, providing for people who are looking for work and they're trying to, and and that's what they do. You know, that's what they're doing right now. Um. Mm. But I could definitely see the the federal government uh, instituting something like that, and, and there's just no need for it. Okay, that was that was a very good answer. I, I, yeah. So what do what do you think about that, Robbie? I mean, do you agree with him on that, or what? Um. Honestly, I. I he I, was I, saying like, you know, the states should be the pr- primary providers. Of things like Social Security, uh, individualized payments to people. Uh, it should not be government-run. Is is that kind of summarize a little bit? What I mean, state government is still state. It, it's still government. Right. Um, so, I I would say sixty percent agree with that. Forty percent kind of disagree. I, I <laughs> what think. Is that? I think. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is like for the most part, I think that's. Correct, but I think there's some instances okay. where the government does need to step in and help with you. Like, for instance, of course, stuff, you know, for stuff like this, I'm not like I'm saying, like, basically, like, whenever, like, you know, something like I guess if you think of it like this, right? Say we're in a different situation right now, we're all pretty young dudes, right? Say you're, I don't know, about let's take for example, you're a 42 year old man, you got two kids, mm-hmm. just lost your job, and you don't have any way to help pay for your family. This is a specific scenario, but I, I get where you're coming from. I'm just saying, like, in that scenario, I think that person deserves government assistance because they don't have any, you know, leg to stand on by themselves. Hey, man. But, yeah, what's up? I'm just saying, I, I agree with you on there. I'm all for that type of government assistance. I know we had that conversation where it was like, you can't really fully tell who actually needs government assistance. And that's to, the issue. You know what I mean? But I, I I, do think that taking it away, just taking that away, you're right on that. Is It'd be more dangerous than helpful. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Continue on with your point. No, I mean, that's basically what I, all I was going to say. It was basically, uh, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, you have to uh, – and that's, that's the hard part when it comes to politics is that either you're going to vote – Democrat, and they're going to do it one way, or the Republican, they're going to do it another way, and it's just hard, yeah. because, like, not every, for each, for each side you vote on, for each, you know, candidate wins, it's always going to negatively impact the other, and that's why I think, um, that's, that's why I think politics is very difficult to oh, yeah. digest. There's always a downside, it seems, yeah. no matter what, we, we delve into that last time a little bit, but yeah. it seems like the government nowadays just doesn't really seem to, I mean, you know, if, if you ask Evan, I, I imagine that he'd say, well, it's not the government's job. Is, is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's if, not the if government's. We take it, if we take it back 150 years ago, there, there, there wasn't, there wasn't any, any plan for unemployment. Who, who helped, who helped people in need? It, it was the churches. It, it was the local communities. It wasn't the government. Right. And they got along just fine. Now, I mean, like we said, you know, modern times require modern solutions. It's a it's a different time period, but still, I, I think that we we have we have plenty of churches around. We have plenty of uh, charities. Um, I think anything that the government has tried to do hasn't really turned out the way that they intended it. Uh-huh. Well, in a situation with like. Um COVID-19, you know, yeah. everybody's favorite word nowadays, you know, <laughs> favorite disease. We like to talk about it a lot. 
Uh, you know, yeah, it's like flu doesn't exist. It's like the fucking common cold yeah. does. If you cough, you sneeze. It's fucking COVID. Yeah, it's COVID. It's fucking COVID. COVID nineteen. Tell me that's not fucking so, true. Okay, this this thing came in um, mysteriously. It just came in out of nowhere, and now there's a lot of people that are out of work. There's a lot of people that are having difficulties. We have um, this is this is my opinion personally. There are major countries, you know, uh, countries that make less GDP than us a year uh you know we're, we're supposed to be the most powerful we make the most in gdp they can't even scrap together you know like barely a couple hundred bucks to a thousand dollars to give us every six months to help those in need who are having a difficulty to this foreign disease but we have other countries that are giving you know uh payments every month you know they're giving 1200 to 1800 dollar payments i don't think we could afford that every single month is oh, it we could definitely afford is it. it is it about not yeah. affording is it is it political greed you know who's at fault here what, what the heck's going on what, what do you think evan my my thoughts on that people people don't want handouts maybe maybe some people do but you know i think your average hard-working american they don't they don't want a handout they want their jobs back okay mm. it was it was all the government that took their jobs away you know, bartenders, they can't they can't make a living now because they've shut the bars down. Regulations. Th- these regulations, mm. it's it's cut jobs and so now they're forced to give out payments and they can't even do that. If they would just give people their jobs back, open open the country back up, you know, I mean I I believe in this virus. Okay, this is this is a it's a real it's a real threat to public health. But at the same time, you have to let people do what they want to do. If if you are afraid of it and you're then you're afraid that you're going to die, then that. don't go out. Stay at home if that's what if that's what you need to do. Right? Yeah. But let the people who aren't afraid of it, let them go out. I think that from a financial perspective that makes the most sense. I think the Democrats' point of view is they think the only way to stop the spread is just to have everybody stay in their homes and just let our economy suffer. And that's that's still bad you know like yeah. i mean i think like i said there's really no winning in this well if if covid19 is really as lethal as the government is telling us it is to be then i mean we do need to take precaution but at the same time we cannot just you know let our economy suffer as well because that's that's going to lead to more and more um more issues that we're, we would face in the future you know yeah i mean i, I like the way that trump put it he, we can't let the we can't let the cure be worse than the disease. No, I, I'm I understand what y'all are saying. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not like anti-vax, anti-mask, or anything like that. I'm just saying that we've we've had this this mask shit for you know we've had this government imposed crap for a year and a half. About almost we're we're gonna come up now and. You know, it's it's going to be imposed until probably April, probably until the summer or whatever. And it's really done nothing. In fact, the spread, you know, we're a popular country. We're, we're a popular. We're the third most popular country in the world. So it's going to spread like wildfire. It's going to spread, especially in the cities. That That's what's going to happen. I, I, I agree with that. Um, I do think that COVID is a threat to public health. Uh, I They said they had, you know, a vaccine out. Uh, we... We already kind of talked about the vaccine last time. We yeah. were just like, oh, it's, uh, did we say it was bullshit? I don't think we said it was bullshit. I don't think we said it was bullshit. I just, like I said, we don't, we don't I really think we said trust it. We just don't it. trust it yet. Yeah, know? we have this vaccine that's getting handed out. And, you know, Joe Biden said he got it or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting to see him get the second dose. But, you know, oh, we'll, we'll see. He lives to get the second yeah, dose. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see him too. <laughs> We'll see oh, when Joe shit. Biden gets the second dose if he actually oh, uh, if he can handle it if he's all there. I mean, we already know he's not all there mentally, but um, he's he. I voted for him. I can't I can't hate him. I, I think it's funny. Uh, but you know you know um, I gotta ask Evan. You know what 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 type of precautions do you think? Or maybe maybe I should say like, what are your thoughts on this vaccine? You know, is it is it. Is it like you're gonna get it right away, or you think it's I'm, you think it's the savior? I feel like everyone's anti vax. The, the, the <laughs> vaccine anti-vax. is the savior. Okay. No, no I'm no. I, I don't Cap. trust. I don't trust the Cap. vaccine. I'm not getting it. I'm not saying that other people shouldn't get it, 
uh, especially if, if you're in that that uh, that group of people that's more susceptible to to COVID, and it's it it's more likely to hurt you. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get it. I'm not getting it because it hasn't it, it hasn't been tested long enough. That's what I said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you know it's just it's one of those things that it needs time. It needs time to be developed. They really rushed it. They really rushed it. And so mm. I I don't personally trust it. Not saying that they that they would do it, uh, make it malicious on purpose. But I right. it hasn't been tested long enough. Right, and that's the thing that everybody's saying. I mean, you see all these memes on like TikTok and stuff. <laughs> People are like, oh, like I remember I saw this one. It was well, like the <laughs> guy pretends he got TikTok. Uh, he he got the uh, COVID vaccine. He starts like barking and stuff. He yeah. like, had, like a fucking. Well, it's the I funniest just, thing ever. I just can't <laughs> handle how all these people are acting like this vaccine's the savior. This vaccine's gonna save us like Jesus that Christ. Is, that's what right. I was about to say. Yeah. It's like better than fucking Jesus yeah. Christ. And, uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, meanwhile, we're gonna have this thing for like months after, and it's gonna mutate. The, 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 eventually, the vaccine's gonna become like the flu vaccine. You're gonna need it every year. It's not gonna help per shit because there's gonna be different strands of it. I mean, I, I just don't get it. You know, Yo, did y'all hear about like the people like I think like for, uh, the people that got it so far like forty percent of the people that got it already had like some type of serious like <laughs> serious like illness from it. Like I saw that on the news too. Um, well, I, I don't. We can't. You know, I I don't know what news you got that from, so I, I can't automatically assume <laughs> that that was true. But I'm Maybe gonna even Fox News. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> Forty percent of the people that got this vaccine died the next day. <laughs> some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, like that's probably how they presented it. But my, you guys get what I'm saying. I mean, like I, we we got this well, one friend that's just like he's all he's all about this vaccine. Are you about Kyle? Yeah, he's all. Kyle's about, really about it. No, he's all about this. Sorry, vaccine. Kyle. We didn't mean to name drop you like that. If you're ever gonna be on our. Uh, podcast, but yeah, he's all about the vaccine, <laughs> and like oh, like God. Evan said, it's not malicious. I don't think it's malicious. Like I don't. Some of these people are thinking like they're gonna put some hookoo voodoo shit in your arm, <laughs> and you're gonna turn into like a mind slave and start going absolutely nuts doing what Bill Gates wants you buying Apple <laughs> products, Microsoft products. I don't think that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying that you know it's entirely possible for you to give this vac- get this vaccine, and then you have a stroke or some shit afterwards or you're not gonna like turn into spider-man yeah i don't i don't think you're gonna get like superpowers oh yeah they're they're giving they're giving you a they're giving you like a chip and the chip's gonna track you so when you go make a purchase and your it's gonna be like your credit score you know Uh, you have to keep that up or else they put you in jail for being stupid or whatever uh, but no i I don't think that at all i I don't so you don't you don't think it's like some type of like Ridiculous. No. no, I was just like I was <laughs> made of shit. No, I, I just really am concerned. I mean the virus is bad, but Yeah. Most is it people, is it though? Well it's bad. I know that sounds insensitive, <laughs> you might come at me for that, but most people who have it live. I mean, you know I mean? yeah. Or they die from yeah. other things and they say, Well it's COVID induced. Well, if you've had heart disease for five years and then you get, you know, you get this vaccine and then you die, or I mean, not the fact, I mean, you get COVID and then you die. Maybe it's not necessarily the COVID. Maybe it was just you, you died because it was your time and it was, you know, you, you died from the heart disease. And I'm not saying, like, I do think people should be safe, wear their masks. You know, what, what I really think people need to do is need to stop rioting and stop <laughs> going. That's, ad- gonna, that's gonna, like, here's yeah. the thing like, I don't understand, bro, is that, like, People like oh the same people that are like prevent the spread are in the out, out in the streets fucking protesting well, with we, millions of other fucking people. Fucking last year, what like COVID doesn't exist well, exactly. anymore. Exactly, last like, year, at, like last year, we had Black Lives Matter riots or protests. We've had, we've had this year, we had the the Trump renegade go and try to like tear down the Capitol building. I mean, all these people. COVID stops for protests. Did you know that? Like, yeah, like COVID. If these people were really this concerned about it, I mean, I know the thing with George Floyd, that was absolutely horrible. I yeah, understand that. that was but bad. You, they didn't need to do that for three fucking months and then spread the COVID around. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, we went over if you, this. If you want to, man, it's, 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 it's going to be hard to say. But if you if you really want to think about it, man, Black Lives Matter started spreading the virus. 
No, no, it was spreading before. I mean, that. I'm not saying they. Okay, I don't mean to say they started, but it helped spread. Let's just say that. It was it was spreading before that, but I mean, and I have nothing against Black Lives Matter. I was gonna put that out there. I do not. I I'm, think I think that every time they get together without masks, they're spreading the disease. That that's the issue, or without or without public concern and health. We got a little sidetracked there. Um, we oh, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we're going to talk about music, right? Yeah, we were going to talk about okay. music. So, so basically, that's our point of view. So I'd say from uh, to left to right, you're closer to the left. I'm probably in the middle, and Evan's mm-hmm. probably the furthest to the right. Probably. Evan's fu- probably not far from me. I'm pretty pretty right-wing as well, He's, except he just doesn't have any liberal views, basically. Is that right? No. <laughs> No? I, I agree with liberals on some things. Really? Yeah. What do you agree with the liberals on? Well, I mean, it's it's not really anything that, that a conservative wouldn't agree with. I mean I, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of liberals like to like to point out conservatives as, you know, homophobes or racists or bigots, Demons. xenophobes. <laughs> any, anything like that. Demons. And that's that's really not not true. That's yeah. a that's a very very small percentage <laughs> just like on the left there's there's very small percentage of you know radicals on the left mm-hmm. communists you know, but i mean i agree you know if you're if you're homosexual you should be allowed to marry who who you want to marry if you're um you know if you're black then you should then you should be afforded the exact same rights as white people if you're a woman you should make the same amount of money that a man makes i mean I, I think most people would agree with these things. So you're no for equality, basically. I'm, I'm for small government. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm lib I'm I'm libertarian. Yeah, I'm I'm libertarian. I, I was gonna say more fiscally conservative and socially moderate. Mm. Guys, right? wow. We we're, we can we can continue on with the equality conversation some other podcasts you know that stuff's gonna go on for like an hour 40, <laughs> yeah the equality conversation is gonna go on for hey years hey man but here's the thing this is good shit and I think that people like to hear this I think this is really good content. no 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 but for this episode you're right like we're we need talk, to talk about this some is music Lee, Lee was gonna be like an intro to a new yeah but that's the thing about politics right it's hard to like kind of get off that song. oh jeez I'm not is. gonna ramble on for too long I'm just saying like once you start talking about politics it's hard to stop because it's really interesting oh yes you know, I agree with that but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like alright so we were gonna basically so we so I don't know why we decided this week would be a good time to talk about I don't know, just like the type of music we like, we like, and like we're just gonna have discussions about like you know who's, you know whose preferences is and who and compared to like I don't know like the eighties and nineties and two thousand, we thought that was gonna be a good yeah. uh, top for this because like my right. friend Christian here likes you know like nineties rock, my friend Evan here likes eighties style rock, and and I kind of like the early like nineties two thousand type stuff. So I feel like it'd be cool just to like talk about that and compare the t- compare the three, you know. Yeah. So uh, uh, how do we get how do we get started talking about this? How, how should I, we I got you. I this? got you. Okay. So you know how like last week we kind of told you know a little bit about ourselves. Well, I'll start. So okay. Yeah, because we I like, talked a little bit about about each other. I actually dig all sorts of '90s music. I love '90s rock. You know, Nirvana, Limp Bizkit. You know, all that the Metallica of the time. I, I love that, but. I really do enjoy my 90s rap. I love the late 80s rap. I, I like the rap from that era, that old school stuff. You know, you know, Tupac, Biggie, N.W.A., all that. Um, that's just my overview of what I kind of like. I do like old music. You know, I, I like Bon Jovi. I like uh, Led Zeppelin. I like that, too. And I, I kind of do dig, you know, um, I dig a lot of modern rock and roll as well. Okay. Uh, what, what are your... What, what do you like, Robbie? What you I'm like? I'll let Evan go because I want to go. Last All right, let's, let's hear you. <laughs> I, I want you to tell me. Yeah, what let's is hear, let's hear it, Evan. Well, as far I, as music, I grew up. My my dad always listened to you know like seventies, eighties R and B, right? Mm. Motown, like the oldie goldies, the the real real good songs that a lot of people probably don't listen to. Um, they're, they're, it's like. A lot of hidden gems, honestly. If if you ever want to just just groove, just go on YouTube, pull up a playlist of like '70s, '80s Motown. It's it's freaking amazing, right? And that was pretty much all I listened to for a very long time because that's what I grew up listening to. And then um, I started playing the guitar when I was probably 17, maybe. 
And so, you know, all these songs that I was listening to, I was like, there's no guitar in this. Or when there is guitar, it's not really what you think of when you think of a guitar song. So I was like, I got to start listening to some music with guitar in it so that I can learn some songs, right? So that's when I started getting into, like, you know, classic rock. They're, they're the classics. They're the ones you got to know. And um, that was just what I what I really loved when I when I started getting into guitar was, like, that, that hard rock from, like, the, the 70s and the 80s um, and even some of the 90s. But pretty much after that, any, any <coughs> music that came out post, like, 1990, I'm just not a big fan. So, <laughs> so I was packing some cigarettes. I'm I, um... <laughs> I'll, just, I'll let you finish. You have to do that on camera? No. Fuck like, that. Come on, man. Come on, man. I got a pack of stuff. It's like slapping. I'm sorry, Evan. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to catch you off. Continue. So, you know, anything pretty much past 1990, I, there are a few gems out there, but for the most part, I like the, the older stuff. Pretty much anything that's that's old, I dig it. I don't care what genre it is. Country, rock, R&B, even even some rap. I'm not a I'm not a rap fan like Christian is. I I can't stand it. There there are a few good ones out there, you know. So I was gonna ask you before I get into my uh, musical preferences. What is it about like the classic and modern rock that you like so much? Is it the sound? Is it? It's definitely the sound. I mean, they nothing nothing in recent years has come close to the sound that they made back then. <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm I, talking about Led Zeppelin, <laughs> Black Sabbath, you know, even even into the glam metal like uh, Def Leppard, like Christian said, Bon Jovi, you know, mm. even you know any any sound that they made in that era was just amazing. Very unique, you know. I wouldn't even say unique. It's it, it really yeah. if you get into the music theory of it, it's it's nothing special. And that I think that's that's one of the things about it. It's simplicity. They're they're not doing too much. They're just doing what they need to do, and it, it sounds awesome. Well, I think that's how it is with a lot of uh, a lot of modern rock artists as well. Because like I, I just started getting into playing guitar, and I noticed like a lot of the songs I play, they're kind of like similar as far as like you know bar chords and like um, you know just like they have a lot of similar style. You know, and it's not saying that it's like like I think with rock. Like, it's all kind of, like, the same concept, but it just sounds different based off, you know, the, the equipment and stuff that you use. That's my take on it. You could you could be... I could be wrong, but that's just kind of what I hear when I hear rock. Okay, um... Um, so I didn't get into what I... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, so, for me, I guess you'd call me an e-boy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a lot of, like, emo and alternative rock and punk. That is, that is me, dude. That's all this is all I grew up on. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, go into, like, you know, oh, well, it was me. But I feel like pop punk and punk and, and like, shit like that, like, legit saved my fucking life. Because I used to go through a lot of fucking depression, a lot of shit that, like, you know, sounds really sad to a lot of people. But, like, honestly, that music legit saved my fucking life. It made me feel like I could reach out to somebody and they would, they would you know, be able to relate to something I was, you know going through at the time and that's how I relate so much to punk because if you look at a lot of the lyrics like a lot of the songs sound happy if you look at the lyrics they're not fucking happy at all but they said but the music also sounds so good and that's where that's where I really really enjoy rock and roll music hmm. um, all right all right I get that that brings up a question yes, um I, I guess the uh, the guest star is going to be grilling the the hosts now. Okay, uh, grill me. All right. <laughs> so what do you, what do you guys look for in a song or or a band? Right? Are, are you looking about rock? for any 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 type of music? Are you looking for good good lyrics, something that you can like really relate to, kind of like Robbie was talking about, or do, do you want something that just sounds good? You know, what what are your thoughts on that? A side story: Me and Evan were in a rock band together. Who are you asking? Me or Christian Both. first? Okay. You want to go first, Christian? Yeah. Um, it just depends on the mood I'm in, whatever I want to listen to. Um, I, I love lyrics. I love uh, really good rhythm and, and stuff in a song. Uh, it's why, you know, sometimes if I'm, if I'm like, mad or if I, if I just want to listen to something that's going to pump me up, I'll listen to, like, 90s rock. You know, I'll listen to Narvana, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers all that it, it does kind of pump me up mm. and it, it gives you that nice chill vibe too at the end i, I really like uh 
you know, Californication by uh, <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but a lot of times, too, what really pumps me up is, or makes me feel better, is I actually listen to, you're not going to believe it, but like I said, really hard just to that 90s rap. You know, I'll listen to Tupac, Biggie, N.W.A. And, you know, when you're talking about lyrics, right, they say stuff that that totally describes how shitty their life is, what they went through, how much better they're doing. Or even uh, Nirvana, for example, he had he takes like I feel like when I listen to Nirvana, right, he takes a lot of his ideas that he has about life and he puts it into a song. It's like. It's like a motif. It's not. It's not direct. It's like a painting he he makes. Right. You know, and I feel like uh, the main difference, like uh, with rock stars of the era, is it was less direct. It was like an indirect picture, whereas with you know rappers and stuff, it's more. Uh, it's more direct. If that makes sense, they kind of like told you how they were feeling in their rap. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely a lyricist. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it really, it kind of depends on my mood as well. Um, yeah, Robbie, so you can take it over from here, man. Oh man, he asked the right person for this. One. <laughs> All right, about to go on. I tell you, I love music. I love music. Nothing on earth makes me happier than fucking listening to some nice music. And driving or skating it's just it, it makes my life it, like for me music increases my quality of life like by 10 times or more like it's just like, Dude, I, those, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, like seriously imagine go, like just driving on a four hour road trip silent dude no uh, music can you do that could you do that could you do that no, no nobody no. can fucking do that shit because who the fuck wants to just fucking Drive somewhere or go on a long ass trip and just crash. Yeah, I, I, I would, <laughs> right? Like I'd lose my goddamn mind. And like, like I, if we're going to go back to like what I really like, can you reiterate what you're saying? So you basically you're asking me like basically um, lyrics what, or sound? Do both. Lyrics both, for me. Man, exactly. What is what is more important? What is more important? Yeah. For well, for me personally, lyrics. Yeah, but lyrics. So uh, if it has, so say we've got a say we've got a song. Okay. The chords are terrible. Dude can't sing. Okay. Right? It's just terrible melody. But you relate to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Is this a song that you'd listen to? Yes, 100%. Probably not too too much. I mean, here's the thing. If you have a good sound, 9 times out of 10, your music's going to be pretty good because people can relate to that. Hmm. And, yeah. Or, you know, lyrics. If you have good lyrics, people lyrics, can relate to that. Yeah, right. I meant lyrics, sorry. No, you good. But, um... I, you know what's crazy? I, I've never heard a song with a terrible sound and good legs. I've never heard that. You know, like, can, can anyone of y'all name me a song that? <laughs> it's very hard to to it, think of. Because, like, normally, like, like Robbie said, it's it's always going to, I mean, most songs that I've listened to, it's it's always, the sound is always good. Like, every song that I listen to, the sound is always good. But, you know, for me, what really does it in for a song is the lyrics are shit. Or, it's like, you know, I don't want to throw shade here. Well, I kind of do, actually, because I, um, some of these new rappers, like, you know, even though Nicki Minaj isn't new, or, she, she kind of, um, newer compared to 90s. I think it's more popular to have a good sound and terrible lyrics. Nowadays, it it seems like that, but she, like, if you really read her songs, I mean, I know you guys don't know much about it. It's like literally her making noises, half of the song. She just makes a bunch of noise, and then the beat's good. But I, I don't, I don't like that. I'm definitely more lyrical, you know. With, with when you when you were talking about lyrics, I do think lyrics are important. Um, I think they're so important that, you know, you can't have a good song without good lyrics. Right, right. Well, I, I guess you think about it, like the whole mumble rap thing, the, the shit that you. Hate. Yeah, I don't, I don't like R and B. Like for I, example, I, can't listen, let, let, I mean not R and B. Let's ask this question: Why does Lil Pump, who has basically no lyric talent at all, make millions and millions of dollars? Because people music? like the sound. They they're the more sound. sound focused. Right. They're not lyric Sorry, focused. That's what I was saying earlier. Like there's more popular artists that have good sounds, which is no nothing to provide as far as lyrics and for me if i'm gonna listen to music like i'm not saying i'm only gonna listen to music that has like i mean i listen to little pom i listen to little yali and shit like that but like none of that shit like really means anything 
it just sounds good. And I think that's what a lot of kids listen to now is like stuff like that. And like, here's the thing, especially with rap nowadays, the, the message and all that shit is terrible. Terrible. It's all about fucking girls shaking their asses, fucking, you know, making a lot of money. <laughs> you want to talk about message? I think the messages in most songs today are just terrible. Or not all. It's like 90%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even that, even that part. So the sound plays yeah. a big part in music. A lot more. But here's the, and here's the thing, and on the flip side, are you going to listen to a band with a shitty sound? No. no. Why would you listen to a band or any rap artist that has a fucking shitty sound? Yeah. You're not going to. Yeah, there's some, that's what I'm saying, you know, that, that, that's a hard question, Evan, because it's like, you know, it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to, to, to listen to the song without both, you know right. what I mean? But right. I, I yeah, we're definitely more, more lyr- lyrically focused. But yeah, for me, Specifically, yeah, punk resonates with me. I mean, I, I've always, like, kind of, you know, back in the day when people were, people were um, listening to, like, you know, the emo shit, the emo fade, that was huge in, like, the fucking, like, early 2000s and stuff, you know. And, um, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm stuck in, like, 2003, but that's, like, the music I generally listen to, because, like, it's still really good music. Like, you still hear people playing that stuff in the bars. Like, kind of wish for I example, was stuck the song by Mr. Brightside, The Killer, Sugar Gun, The Fall Boy. Mm. All these, like, big songs that everybody knows. Not only are they, they have a good sound, but they're authentic, and people, I think, like that, too. So, I guess the next question I was going to ask is, um, I guess let's go around the, around the um, circle here. I want to know, you guys, is top five favorite uh, favorite artist in your genre? I know this is a hard question. Can we do top three? I, I think five is a lot. Top three? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do top three. Uh, who wants to go first? Raise your hand. <laughs> all right, I I'll guess I'll... Ah, Chris is going first. Okay, all right. Well, since we've been ta- talking about mostly rock, and I actually do like rock a little bit more, I'm going to have to go with my number one. Metallica. I have to. I have to give Metallica's it out there. A good man. Metallica. I have to give it to them. Shout out Metallica. Metallica, you're you're just the freaking best. You're awesome, right? And then, hmm, number two. I think I'm gonna have to give it to Pantera. Honestly, when it comes to just uh, straight rock, I mean Pantera. You know, I, sometimes I'm feeling the, the the screaming mood. Sometimes I'm not, but. Their their guitar chords, it's 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 awesome. I mean, I I just you know I I I've listened to songs that I don't like, but I never not liked it because of the music or the lyrics. I just some some there are certain songs that I'm just picky about, or they're too slow, or you know there's something about it I I don't like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird that way. Okay. <sighs> Number three. You know, this this one's kind of hard, uh, just because number three always seems to be the number hardest. Number three is because you have like a wide variety of bands. When it comes to rock, to. I like older bands, but I also like newer bands, uh, and you know, it's it's just it's pretty difficult. Um, I'm probably gonna have to go with, and this might surprise you guys, but. I was really feeling the ACDC mood okay. the other day. Okay, ACDC is a damn good band. Man. You know, they're they're a little bit ahead of their time. I'm telling that's like you, like 80s, 90s rock right there. That that well, ACDC is more like 70s. Oh shit! That that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> fuck that up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, my ACDC fans out there. But it it was you know I was feeling the mood. I was like, damn, this is some good good stuff. But uh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, I mean that—that's pretty much my top three right so there. Metallica, Pantera, AC/DC. Yeah, uh, I mean number three kind of switches off, just whatever I'm feeling, I guess. But whatever the mood is. Usually, I mean Metallica is definitely always going to be my number one. Okay. Metallica has always been. Yeah, my I know. One. I know Metallica is your number one. Every time you come in here, uh, Master of Puppets, you know, any of that, the Four Horsemen, uh, freaking Seek and Destroy, all that. That's 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 my favorite. All right, Ravi. Okay. Let's move on to you, man. Nah, bro. We're going to talk about everything next. I'm going last. Okay, all right. All right, Evan, you go. You go, Mine mine are pretty easy. Um, Number one, Led Zeppelin. Favorite band of all time. Um, And a little fun fact, actually, um, 
when I first listened to Led Zeppelin, I didn't like it. I could not get into Led Zeppelin. Stairway to Heaven, first time I listened to it, I hated it. And, I mean, that, that sounds kind of sinful. I'm sorry, what was the first band you said? Led Zeppelin, the one I'm talking well, about. Well, they are the statistically best group of all time, rock group. Yeah. Well, actually, the Beatles, technically. But um, hmm. Led Zeppelin, number one, easy. Um, second, Black Sabbath. Uh, okay. I'm a big Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the uh, the guitar, just the the fact that they they had a one guitar band, you know they they had a they had some pretty monster solos in there to just have one guitarist. I believe his name is uh, Tommy Ione or, or is something to that effect. I'm I'm sorry if I botched his name. Damn. <laughs> but um, I love <laughs> Black Sabbath. Good, um, and then number three, I'd probably have to give to Def Leppard. Um, Def Leppard. Yeah, they were, they were one, of okay. the, one of the first real, like, 80s <laughs> glam metal bands that I really listened to. And um, I actually went uh, to see them live uh, back in 20... It was either 2018 or 2019 when they came to Charlotte. I remember and, that, because um, you yeah, told me about that. Yeah, because I, I went with my dad, and uh, we had an awesome time. And they freaking rocked the house. They they were there with with uh, Journey, and um, I mean you know Steve Perry isn't isn't part of Journey anymore, um, but Journey Journey rocked it too. But everybody was there for Def Leppard, mm. you know. And so that that's my top three: Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, and Def Leppard. Okay. Yeah, once I had named my three, I want to play some music trivia um, after this. I want to. Um, touch on the bands that you guys talk with and I'm going to see if you guys really know them but you know see I'm going to test you guys' knowledge uh, okay so I'm last huh okay first band oh man this first band right here I told you I, you guys probably could t- tell me like I'm like my first you know, my first favorite band of all time oh, is yeah. it Fall Out Boy? there you go <laughs> Dude, Fall Out Boy, okay, I have a reason for this. They're not the best rock group of all time. Not the best alt-rock group of all time. But they were my personal inspiration to why I love rock and roll. And I'll tell you that because first time I've ever listened to a, a rock song was back in 2000 and, uh, 2006, I think. I was really young. Uh, my, actually, no, Cap, that's 2004. 2004. 2004, I listened to the song Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy, and I was like, fuck, who was this band? You know, it's crazy, because, like, I used to be kind of a, uh, a, not a rap advocate, but the first rap song I listened to was uh, by Lil Jon, and I really loved his voice. Lil Jon? Yeah, and then, like, you know how he does that little, yeah, yeah, that thing <laughs> shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really thought that was fucking cool and really catchy, and so I was like, fuck, I love Lil Jon, and then my dad was like, Stop acting so together. And I stopped listening to Lil Jon. So, and then I heard Fall Out Boy for the first time. And I heard the guitar and I heard that stuff. And I was like, fuck, man. I really love this band. And that was kind of like my gateway to other rock bands. The gateway drug was yeah. Fall Out Boy. So my first band was, I really listened to Fall Out Boy. Mm-hmm. Second band of all time favorites. That's such a hard question. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Green Day. I love Green Day. Um... Green Day is a very, very well-known rock band, and a lot of people know them. And for me personally, why I love them so much is because, um, I don't know, man. Like, they, they're, not only are they really, really good, but, like, everybody loves them. And for me personally, like, they just have really good music as well. And um, they were also, like, one of the first few rock bands that I've, I've ever listened to. And I, I've, I've been really inspired by their music um, and, but but however, nothing, no no more, no other band has inspired me as much as Fall Out Boy did. But Green Day, I really fuck with second. Number three, um, is it Bleak One Eighty Two? No, it's not. Oh. Well, right, now that you mentioned Bleak One Eighty Two, I'm kind of kind of thinking now because Bleak. here's the thing. Now for me personally, yes, okay, we're gonna talk about Bleak One Eighty Two. Bleak One Eighty Five. We're gonna talk about Bleak One Eighty Two after this because this okay, is a right. good a good discussion right, I think right, a lot right, of people right. are gonna like so number three for me of all time I was gonna go with the story so far but now that you mentioned playing oh man I'm kind of really second guessing what I was thinking here's the thing 
Story So Far is a newer rock band. They're not well known, but as far as like my favorites, they it's my taste in music. It's who I am as a person. I love their lyrics. I love like the sad vibe they carry, and it sounds so good. The passion and everything. So I'm gonna have to go with the Story So Far number four because I haven't heard them as much as Five Blink One Eight Two. Blink One Eight Two is one of those bands I just fucking resonate with, and that's probably my number number three. It's got that vibe of they don't give a single fuck. And I love that about punk. Because that's what punk is about, bro. They don't give a fuck about how you feel, what you do. They just do what they do and they go on stage and they don't care about how you know they're viewed. And and I think that's kind of like the, the thing with rock, dude. Like, you go on, you do, you, you know, you act and you do crazy shit on stage. And, like, that's part of the vibe. That's part of the, that's part of the pop punk generation. And, like, like I said, we'll go back to lyrics, right? Fall Out Boy legit saved my fucking life. I swear to God. Mm. Because of their lyrics and how much they've impacted me personally. You know, who my upbringing is. So, yeah. Top three for me. Fall Out Boy, Green Day, like what are you doing? Mm. What are your thoughts on uh, Legal 182? Yeah, so, before we <laughs> dive into this, my friend Evan here is not a big fan of Blink-182. He doesn't think their music is good. He doesn't think it's genuine. But I know there's a lot of Blink-182 supporters out there. So I just want to get your impact and why you don't necessarily like this band, Evan. All right. The full full disclosure, Robbie and I went to see Blink-182 live. We did. Okay? We did. We saw them pretty up close, too, and they came out. We, they they came us. out in the crowd and uh, and talked to people. It was pretty cool. But um, I hate their music. <laughs> their music absolutely sucks. I don't understand the appeal. Nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're Blink 183. Blink 183? All right, okay. that's just disrespectful. All right, I'm I, I <laughs> just for disrespecting, but I just don't like the music. I don't like the it's, sound. Okay, there's now nothing, I'm... absolutely nothing appealing about it. Like, I is there any factual like like any facts that come out of this? Like legit personal preference. This, I mean, that's all music is is personal preference. I mean, I could delve into the music theory, but nobody wants to listen to that. <laughs> But they're they're just all around. It's a not... shitty, terrible, horrible band. I hope that they kill themselves. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, just, I don't like their music. You know, Robbie loves their music. I don't like it. Robbie doesn't like a lot of my bands. It's that's just my. my it comes down I can't, to taste. I can't quantify my reasons for not liking Blink One Eighty Two. But uh, I have at least 182 reasons why I don't like them. Fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here! That was bullshit! Fuck that! It's the generic brand. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will say this. Everybody has their personal taste in, in music. But like I said, it's okay to have wrong opinions. Does, doesn't mean Listen, I'm going to hate you any less. I don't hate the like band. Any less. I don't hate the band at all. But why did they name themselves? Like bleak Here's the thing about punk, bro. About generic it, There's no numbers. reason. They just did it because oh they fucking God. felt like it, Okay, bro. you got like Green Day, like, oh, it's happy. Then you got like Fall Boy. And then State Champs, you know, oh, State Champs. Well, and then, you, champ and then sense, you got yeah. like, oh, bleak 182, you know, random number. Like, I mean, there's the, no reason I, from what I researched. There's no reason why they named it that. They just did. Uh, here's the thing, bro. They're, this was back in the 90s, bro, when... Skating was first really getting popular and stuff. You know, I mean, here's the thing. We, we have both been skaters and stuff. You know the nature of that type of culture. Nobody gives a fuck. We do what we want to do because that's who we are. We don't give a fuck about how people think. And that's how Blink-182 thought. Mm. They didn't give a fuck about how people thought. They just did what they wanted to do just because they could. And that's part of why I love that type of, you know, that type of music. And I think... Um, you know, Blink-182, like, here's the thing. You may not like them, but you cannot, you can't argue, bro. You cannot argue that they're not a shit, not a good band because they sold millions and millions of records and have a lot of support. So why do you think they have so many supporters if you don't think they're a good band? Just wondering. I think, I mean, I didn't say they were a bad band. I do don't like their music. So after this. A lot of, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people like it. Trip. They're okay. they're definitely a popular band. Um, it's just not doesn't doesn't fit my tastes. Okay. How okay. Gonna... So you, you so you're not so you basically what you're saying is like 
you're not saying they're a shitty band. You just don't like them. Yeah. Personally. Right. Okay, that's fair enough. That's all I wanted. I, that's all I wanted to, you know, you know, get your opinion on. Because, like, as long as you can admit they're not a shitty band, based off the stats and facts I've given you. All right. All right. We've got stats and facts. It's music. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Guys. Hey, man, you watch the Ben Shapiro podcast, Fast Not Feelings. Let's just let's just <laughs> move on to some <laughs> trivia. So you- All right, guys, that concludes our episode of the music discussion. Let us know what you think about this uh, new video that we posted here, and if you have any comments, any feedback that you can give us, uh, please let us know. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, newest podcast we got. Hope. Hopefully you guys will continue to listen to us as we add more and more juicy, nice topics to our segment. And uh, let us know whatever you guys want to hear. And uh, thank you guys for, for listening and for listening to us. And I hope you uh, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much.